Welcome back to Poolside Podcast. Officially, we are back for good, I think. Um, I don't want to call this season two because that makes season one like extremely long with 112 episodes, but this is a new season for Poolside and it is episode 113. I didn't know if we were ever going to be back, but after a four-month break, I realized that I really do love being on this podcast and I took some time to figure out what I wanted from it and what to offer everyone who is listening. I was pretty over the podcast by the end of last year, I have to say, and I was bored with it. And it wasn't the guest that I was bored of, it was just that I felt like I wasn't really doing anything substantial with it. And I love sharing people's stories and I loved everyone that I had on, but I felt that I was doing it as a chore and a task and wasn't really providing as much value as I had initially wanted to. However, um, the podcast was nominated for Best of Calgary and then I ended up winning the category for podcast for Best of Calgary. So that was super exciting. However, you can't quit a podcast after it has won the best podcast in the city because people are going to look for it. So I ended up doing a few more episodes up until basically April. Um, and then I think everyone, including myself, was tired of Zoom. I was definitely not in this anymore. And I just wanted to take some time to figure out what I wanted to do with it. But all that being said, we are back. We are good. I have a ton of episodes already lined up, so I'm extremely excited. But I just wanted to jump on here as a solo episode. I did a poll on Instagram and you guys wanted to hear some more solo episodes. So here we are. (laughs) I prefer interview episodes now that I'm recording this one. But I just wanted to share some of the things that I have been doing during the pandemic, some of the things I've been learning, and just a little update. The biggest takeaway I think that I have, if you don't want to listen to this whole episode, the real summary here is that you need to realize why you are doing things, choose what you're doing wisely. Um, Now that we have experienced the value of time, um, how much we are probably wasting, how busy we were, and just being stuck in our house for so long. So I think there's a lot of, of a shift in perspective is my look on the whole thing. Um, but I was listening to a podcast the other day and there was a guest that was talking about themselves having the podcast and never missing an episode in the last four years since they've been running it. And if you want to start a project, you can never skip a week. You can never skip an episode. You have to be very consistent if you want it to grow. And at first it made me feel bad about putting the podcast on hold for four months. But then I realized that if you're forcing it, people are going to realize that you're not in it. And so taking the time for yourself and allowing your creativity to come back and really allow that passion to come back is more important, in my opinion, than making sure you're posting something every week. So that is probably the biggest thing I've learned. And so to jump into it, the value of time and slowing down, which I think we can all agree that the world needed. Um, I especially needed it. I was doing a lot all of the time, which I love. I love a high paced life. That's basically how I've set it up. That's how I've lived my whole life. My parents were like that too. So it just is how I read my life. However, 
I realized that I probably wasn't spending the time as efficiently as possible. And I also was spending a lot of time driving, which is why I was listening to so many podcasts, which was actually really great. But besides that, I was spending so much time driving and in the car and driving back and forth between my house out in the suburbs and downtown and between things. Um, I was ending up doing a lot of things I didn't want to be doing, but felt obligated or felt that it was just I couldn't not do it. And then I was just rushing a lot. I was eating in my car a lot because I just didn't leave myself a lot of time. Um, I was exhausted, but I also felt a little bit out of control. And I remember um, at the beginning of this year, before we knew what was going to happen with COVID, um, trying to figure out how to take days that I don't leave my house or how do I only have like one meeting a day and not do five billion things. And so I was trying to figure it out. And then COVID came along and really expedited that process so I figured out how to spend my time a little more wisely um I'm probably not going to hang out with people that I don't want to hang out with anymore which unfortunately I think I was doing before a lot of coffee meetings that I didn't want to be at a lot of phone calls that I didn't want to be on um and just choosing who I want to spend my time with is very important to me um and what I want to spend my time doing so that was a huge lesson over the pandemic, which I think I am still learning, but I also can see the fruits of that lesson in effect. And I am quite happy how that has turned out. Um, And then number two, which I think is basically along the same line, but is time management. And the lesson there is just because you have more time does not mean that it should be spent doing more things. So really learning how to take the time and just relax and not spend it in front of the computer or on my phone or trying to do something productive. Um, I think that was, again, that was part of the busyness of my life that I was living before. And that I've had quite enough of that, (laughs) to say the least. And it took a while, um, even during the quarantine, because Chris was still going to work and so our life didn't really change a lot. So I was still at home and he was still at work and so it wasn't like we were just staring at each other looking for something to do I have I had a ton of things to do still but I realized that even if I had more time so I had more time from not driving had more time from not seeing people I was still feeling extremely busy and filling my time with things and so I have learned which seems like common sense but it was actually a struggle to relax and turn off my computer and turn off my phone and just do things that I don't know if it was guilt that I was feeling before, but watching Netflix or reading, I've now started reading fictional books again, which I was extremely against, but I found that all the podcasts I was listening to and all the marketing and self-help and all those books were causing, I don't want to use the word anxiety because I don't have anxiety and I understand that people actually have that mental illness. However, it was causing me stress that was really unnecessary and I felt guilty reading fictional books for the last like it's probably been five years since I read like a fictional book I always felt like I needed to read something that was productive um, or I was learning something and what I ended up doing was just not reading and I love reading and so I started reading Harry Potter because those are the OG books and I now spend half an hour an hour reading before I go to bed which is something that I just couldn't bring myself to do any before anymore because of the types of books I was reading I just wasn't into the book and so I would just go on my phone or 
literally do nothing except for not read. So anyway, we're back on the reading train. I'm super pumped. That has been really great for going to bed. So now I can put my phone away by 8 p.m., have a bath, read, um, and it really allows my brain to just take it down a notch. So that has been great. Um, the next thing that I learned, I like to say we, except for that I'm sitting here by myself, but if you have learned these same lessons, please tell me because I would like to feel like I'm not alone in all of these things that I've realized. Um, this is a big one and I have done lots of Instagram lives and another podcast about it, but I think the world had a little bit of a, not even a little bit, a huge perspective shift um, during the Black Lives Matter movement. It was a huge cultural awakening um, and it was something that really opened my eyes to how uneducated I was, how our systems work, how our system works, what our education system is like, and why, um, as a white person, I didn't know a lot about how the system was racist and how everything was set up. Um, obviously, that was just ignorant on my part however that was just how I grew up and it showed us and me specifically but the power of social media and what can happen if people commit to learning and understanding and trying to make a difference and I think obviously it was because we were all at home as well but I think it was a great movement for racism in general but also just to have a new perspective and more open mind on everybody in this world and how everyone is living um since we had time to see into other people's lives especially through social media so that was a very interesting and like i said awakening moment for myself as well obviously as the whole world as we went through that but I think it showed a lot about who people were and what they valued. Um, I got a lot of messages and unfollows from some of the things that I was posting, trying to share my time understanding, trying to understand that I'll never understand what it's like to be someone of color, obviously, and not just a white person. But um, that was really interesting. And I think it's good to see that it is still growing and still moving and that is something that is, hasn't really happened before. I think social media movements happen for a second and then people forget about them, but um, that was the timing of everything that happened, that it is still happening and that is really, it's really good to see and hopefully it is making a big difference in how the system is set up. Another thing that I learned during this time is actually how to work from home. Turns out, even though I air quote, work from home, and I've been working from home for the past five years, I haven't really worked from my house. I tended to work from coffee shops or my gym or restaurants, literally anywhere except my house for the most part. I didn't really realize that that's what I was doing, but during the quarantine, I finished my home office, which I have to say I've really only sat in about 10 times. <laughs> but now I have an office, which is one of the reasons why we picked this layout of the house. I'm not currently even sitting in my office. I'm looking at it from my living room, but I realized how much more productive I can be when I actually sit down and do work from home and not spend all the time just driving around, talking to people 
all the fun stuff that was making me extremely unproductive. I also learned how to save money a little bit, um, mostly from not being able to travel. Turns out I was spending a lot of money on travel. Also, I was pretty pumped that my friend and I had took our trip to Europe right before the pandemic. So it kind of felt like we were, we had traveled and then this happened. Um, but we couldn't really afford that trip at the time. We just went on a whim, which was great. We had so much fun. However, now that we haven't been able to book more trips or really even think about that, I saved a lot of money in that aspect. And you just realize how much money you're spending on things that you don't have to spend money on, like the number of coffees I was buying and lattes from working in offices or meeting or working in coffee shops, meeting with people at coffee shops, um, the amount of money I was spending on gas, on paying for parking, that was a huge one that I was spending a ton of money on and it was just one of those things where, what, what are you gonna do about it? But now that I'm not doing that or really driving or buying as much coffee, even just those little things, um, have really made a difference in money being spent. I'm also not really an online shopper, so I feel like lots of people spent a lot of money doing that, but I don't really like online shopping because I like to feel things and usually things don't fit properly anyway. So I bought a lot of like local stuff at the beginning of the quarantine when we were all trying to support local, but other than that, I've kind of just bought the things that we need, obviously groceries and all of that, but not going out for dinner as much, it's been great and I feel like I've actually saved money. So that's a bonus. Another thing that is not quite as profound as the first few was that I prefer beer and I don't really like wine. And I don't quite know why I was making myself drink wine before, but we ended up drinking a lot of beer during quarantine, which was kind of weird because we're not home drinkers. Um, Sometimes Chris would have a glass of whiskey or something, but we, that wasn't really something that we did before. And it could be because I was going to spin at 5 a.m. mostly every day or something like that. But since we had more time at home and we were a little more relaxed, we ended up drinking beer, not every night, but definitely on days that we wouldn't be drinking normally. And we have a hot tub. And so it just seemed like the right thing to do during the summer is to have a beer and go in the hot tub mostly every day. So I did not become a connoisseur. That's not the word I would use. However, I tried a lot of craft beer in Calgary, found lots that I liked, and realized that we have a lot of craft breweries in Calgary. I wrote a whole blog post about it actually, I think there's like 34 or something like that. Um, So that was really impressive, but I realized that if you don't want to drink wine, because I was just drinking it because other people were drinking it, um, you don't have to, that you can order beer instead. So what a concept that is thanks to quarantine. Last thing I learned is that I actually really, really like being at home. I've always been a homebody. I love being at home. We moved into our beautiful house two years ago, two and a half years ago. And I'm an introvert, so I can be at home by myself for long periods of time. And I really, really love it. Cooper and I are on next level bonding because we spend so much time together. Um, but also being able to spend more time with Chris when he's at home, when he's not working and just enjoying this house that we bought has been really great. Um, going for walks and just enjoying the space and feeling like you're actually at home instead of just sleeping here or it 
feeling stressful because you always have to leave. So that has been really great. And I now, because I all the things that I learned that I just listed, I spend a lot more time at home, even though we can go out and do things, but I try really hard to spend most days here, mostly so that I can work, but also because I like hanging out with Cooper, I have a routine here now, and I don't like to rush out of the house in the morning. So it's all been really great, and I'm really excited to be back on the podcast. I hope you guys like the new cover photo. We did a little rebrand because I just felt that the two-year anniversary, which is October um, of the podcast, deserved a little extra something, and now that we're back, if you have any guests you want to hear or topics, I'm trying really hard to have really, inter- not that the guests weren't interesting before, so no offense to the guests that were on before, but I'm looking for interesting guests for the future episodes. I'm trying to make them a little more actionable with tips and tricks and advice that you can take away from them rather than just listening to a story about somebody. Let me know how you feel about that, but I am excited. We are back and it's going to be great. So thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and I will see you in the next one. We have some great guests lined up, so let's get to it. Welcome back to Poolside Podcast.